it kind of defeats the purpose of giving you the answer at the very beginning of the podcast. But wait, I promise you there will be tidbits and golden nuggets. But the only way you get unstuck is by taking massive action. I want you to think of this mini mini episode as just a pop-off, but something that I hear often, I think everything I always talk about on the podcast, on the mini episodes, on really anything we do here comes from being asked the same question over and over again. And I have talked about the rule of three and this blows the rule of three like way out of the water, far beyond anything you can imagine. How do I get unstuck? This sense of stuckness. And I think maybe it resonated really really well this morning. I think everybody's kind of coming off of this 4th of July extra day off. Maybe you went away for the weekend and it's this coming back, this return. And it's so interesting how just being away from something for even a few days can sometimes cause this almost I don't want to say anxiety, but this feeling of uncertainty when you you know very well what it is you need to do and what you will be doing and how to do it. It's just like being removed from that environment for just a little bit of time and being taken out of your routine kind of jumbles you up. I thought of it this weekend when I realized I hadn't done my gratitude practice two day, like one day in a row. Oh, so I missed it one day. And old Maddie would be like, okay, I have to go back and I have to write it again and I have to make sure everything is perfect. And new Maddie working on the perfectionism, reformed perfectionist. And I was just like, no big deal. Yesterday you had a day. You went to the aquarium and you went to the casino and you did all these things. You were just living. You you were out of your routine. You were out of your habit. And it just goes to show how quickly we can be pulled out of our routine. And going back into this week and teaching, I noticed immediately that I felt jumbled. I had to put my routine and my habits back in place. It's like I say this a lot on coaching calls and when I'm working one-on-one with clients, your gratitude practice is kind of like insurance. And you don't realize that you need it until those moments arise that test you. So think like every month or bi-monthly or yearly or however you pay your car insurance, you're like, oh gosh, that's so much money. And it's annoying. And you're like, 99% of the time, I'm good. But that 1% time where something bad does happen and you need it, it's like that in case shit happens. I got that from the movie with I think it's called Down to Earth with Chris Rock. That was one of my favorite lines that always made me laugh. In case shit happens. And that is how your gratitude practices and your morning rituals and whatever you do that keeps you in your juicy kind of habits, in, in that place of goodness, in that routine, in that there is so much power in a daily routine And if you're looking for change or you're feeling stuck, I guarantee it's because you do not have a routine in practice because the routine is the easiest thing to get back into. I think you have it, right? I was like, all right, here we are Tuesday. You've been a little off this week, Mads. You went here, you went there, you threw it. All right, let's get back to it. Let's get back on the horse. Let's get back going. My, you know, the gratitude practice is here. The morning pull cards are there. The books are there. When you have all the tools around you and you surround yourself with all these things, it's a lot easier to implement them and get them back in place than it is if you don't have them at all. I would feel like a total 
garbage bag today if I didn't have any of these things to kind of bring me home and bring me centered and pull me back from whatever it was that I did over the weekend or wherever. And you can almost use this for any scenario. Insert your scenario here for what you need to pull back from. Maybe you've been off of work for a while. Maybe you had the summer off and you're going to go back to college in the fall and it's going to be totally new and totally different and in-person and live and like, holy crap. Maybe you have a new job and you're waking up earlier and you're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, okay, how do I wake up at 5 a.m. and then work out and then like get ready and then go to work? And it really is from sitting down and making that plan. A routine is just a really, (laughs) it's just a habitual plan, I think, right? It's the way you put one foot in front of the other. It's the little tricks that you do to kind of more or less trick yourself into getting where you want to go and feeling a whole hell of a lot better about it. And so you can sit in that unstuckness, you know, going back to the unstuckness, you can sit in your own stuckness and theorize about what to do and think about what you're going to do. But I honestly think you just get into that spiral of overanalyzing every single angle of your plan of action instead of just doing. And I think the only way you get unstuck is just by taking massive action. And what I mean by massive action is really just that next step. I like massive action because it's going, no, no matter what you do, if you feel stuck, it's going to feel like a massive shift. It's going to feel monumental as it should because you are taking the first steps to implementing that plan and creating that roadmap and doing that thing for yourself that yes, it's going to be a little shaky and a little scary and it's not going to feel 100% out the gate. But if you do it over and over and over again, you will start to fall into a rhythm. You will start to fall into a practice. You will start to fall into your daily routine, those daily habits, those daily principles that really are the fabric of what kind of holds it all together, especially when shit starts to go awry or get crazy or something tries to blow you off your path. You are a lot more grounded and tethered because you have that instilled in you. I can't stress that enough when Ever someone comes to me and says, you know, I feel, I just feel so stuck. I'm like, okay, like start with the basics, wake up, make your bed. Like if it has to be that basic for where you are in your life, then let it be that basic. I think another really scary trap that every people, I'm not going to say every people get caught up in is they think that it has to be, you have to go from zero to a hundred. You can't go from zero to a hundred. You have to go like zero to 10 or zero to 15. And then, okay, when I'm at 15, okay, can I go to 20? Can I go to 30? You have to kind of like make those little incremental chip aways at kind of that process. And I think that's kind of where the stuckness comes from. It's like, You're looking at the top of the mountain and you don't even have your tools to get up there. You don't even have, you know, the little map. You're just like, oh, I'm going to go to the top of the mountain, but uh, uh, I don't know how to get there. And then you just sit down on the floor and you're like, well, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll think about it. You know, maybe if I think about it long enough, I'll figure it out. It's like, no, just, okay, what do I need? What do I have at my, at my fingertips? What's in the room that I'm sitting in? 
My favorite thing, I always get the biggest kick out of this when I talk to anyone, I'll start to mention books and I have all these books on my bookshelf. Maybe you've seen it in an Instagram story or something like that on my feed, et cetera. And I have all these books and I'll be like, oh, read this or read that. And they're like, oh, so-and-so gave that to me or my mom gave that to me or my therapist gave it to me, but I just put it on my shelf. And I'm like, you literally have tools at your fingertips right now and they are just sitting there. Use what's around you. You, you, do, you don't have a, a certain gratitude book or practice. you like, great, use a notebook. Write down five things you're grateful for and 10 goals you want to make happen in the next 90 days. Boom. I know that sounds crazy and I'm making it probably oversimplifying it, but it, it weirdly is that simple. It's just this getting over the hump of the theorizing and strategizing and thinking about it. It's like we'll think ourselves to death over something instead of just doing it. It's like, just do it. Just do it. A lot of my friends want to do podcasts or, you know, they've taken time off from podcasts. I'm like, just start again. There's no rules to this shit. There's no rules. No rules. Just go. Just do. Just try. Instead of sitting back and worrying about it or thinking about it or creating, thinking you have to have this perfect roadmap. I get, I get having a roadmap is great. And wanting to have all the tools in place and the pit stops and where are we going to get snacks and how are we going to find gas? It's like you will figure it out as you go, but you have to get in the car and be willing to like sit in the driver's seat of your life and go and do and start driving. I know that's kind of like the opposite of what you hear. You can't get in the car without a roadmap, but like you got to at least get in the car and turn the ignition on and be like, I'm ready to go somewhere. That readiness factor is the getting unstuck. I'm ready to do something. I think also something that's not talked about when getting unstuck is there is an external factor somewhere, something someone said, something someone did, something that happened in the past that's holding you back and you are telling yourself some bullshit narrative that is contrived from your own inner fears and disbeliefs in yourself and then you're just stewing in it. Again, the only way to get out of that shitty stew you know, I think of the stew and like Hansel and Gretel, like that shit ain't good. We got to get out of it is to, to, to do, to take that massive action. Even if it looks like, I don't know, making your bed in the morning, even if it looks like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to make my bed and I'm going to write down five things I'm grateful for. And then I'm going to move my body and I'm going to try it for a week and I'm going to try it for two weeks and I'm going to try it for three weeks. And then all of a sudden after two or three weeks, it's like that two or three week factor. It starts to click. Something starts to change. I'll never forget, I was working a job down in Manhattan Beach or one of, it was far. I lived in West Hollywood and I remember the commute was far and the only way you could beat the commute is if you got up super, super early. I'm talking like 4, 4.30 in the morning and I would drive to Equinox. The whole reason I could justify even paying for that at the time was just because I could go to different locations and work out. And it kind of saved me from my commute at the time. But I remember when I first started that routine, like it sucked. Everything about it sucked. Getting up at 4 a.m. to drive, you know, an hour, like so early in the morning, it's dark. You're so exhausted. You feel like your eyes are going to fall out of their sockets. Doing that the first, you know, week, two weeks, maybe three weeks, it doesn't feel good. I think that 
We think it's going to feel good right away. And guess what? It's not. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a little bit of a dog fight. Like you got to get a little dog in you. I love that. Eric Thompson always says that. You got to get a little dog in you. And I mean that though. I think we are, we're so obsessed with the ease and that easy button I've talked about and it, it being flowy and juicy and I get all that. And like when you get there, gosh, it's going to feel like that. But then there's going to be that next thing you want to achieve and that new levels, new devils thing where all of a sudden you're going to be back. You're going to be a newbie. You're going to be a little fish out of water. You're going to have to embrace the suck of just not knowing or having the skills or acquiring the skill. Like you, you don't know the skills. You got to get out there and acquire them. And I really do think that the action piece is what's missing. And action could look like, you know, when I first started teaching soul, I remember I was teaching so many classes a week. I was so tired. I remember getting up and I remember being like, I could literally, I am not kidding. I felt like a bag of bones on the pavement. I felt like my body could have just collapsed into the cement beneath me. And I could have just like literally just like gone to sleep on the sidewalk with no pillow, just like collapse on the sidewalk. And I had this thing where I would just say one foot in front of the other. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, and I would be like, and I would say these little mantras and these little pep talks to myself until like all of a sudden my little feet were walking in the studio and I was like, okay. And then I would get on my bike and you know, the first song I'd be like, fuck, I'm so tired. Oh my gosh, like, am I gonna do this? And then it's just one, two, right, left. Okay, here I go. And then you start to pick up the momentum and then you're like, oh, I just did that class and now I feel better. And now I, it's like, you get there. And sometimes you gotta, you just gotta, figure out how to get there, right? It is that showing up, that showing up and doing, that do factor that is where everybody gets stuck from time to time. I think everybody gets stuck. I don't think anybody is, um, no one's exempt from that. I think everybody is going to feel this at a certain point. If you're like, oh, I never feel that now. Well, guess what? That time might be coming for you where you're going to have to like be your biggest cheerleader in a way and Pump yourself up to get yourself to where you're going to take those massive steps, the massive action, to take action in general and to just start doing. There's such beauty in that. And I think it's downplayed because we think we have to have it perfect right out the gate. Like you have to have it perfectly figured out. Harry Potter. I love this part. I think it's in, gosh, don't slay me right now, my Potter fans. But there's a part where... Harry's like, Hermione, when have we ever had it? Like, when have we ever had a plan that works? We show up, chaos, like madness happens. Every all hell breaks loose, and I and I laugh at that. You know, you hear the saying, "Make plans, hear God laugh," and you can plan and strategize and have the playbook and everything all like typed out and everything so perfectly perfect, and then you get there and you know, there's a curveball or the other team, you know, fakes to the right or whatever. I'm using a bunch of different little analogies right now, but that's life. Life on life's terms, baby. And it's always going to be like that. And you're always going to have to move and adapt and change the game plan. And, and because that, that's just what you're going to have to do. It's kind of like you're shadow boxing with life a little bit. It goes one way. You might have to go the other. And the more comfortable you can get with changing things on the fly and kind of letting go of the reins of perfectionism and having it so perfect every second of every single day will give you the room to kind of wiggle and play and figure out, okay, like, how do I get, like, literally, like, move your butt a little, like, how do I get unstuck out of this, like, 
ooh, okay, what can I do? And it's, it's supposed to like feel like that a little bit. At least that's what I think. And basically, I laughed this morning. You have to laugh at yourself. What? I say a lot. You get 80 years on this earth if you're lucky. Like, come on. So this morning, I'll end it with a little relevant story. I hadn't taught in a few days, and I totally messed things up. Totally. Called something. It didn't work with the music. We were writing to Vanessa Carlton. Like, I was like, who am I right now? What is going on? And I can choose to buy into the bullshit narrative in my mind where I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? What are people going to think? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, who is she? Blah, blah, blah. Or I can just be like, listen, this is just the way it is. Color outside the lines and figure out how to live in the chaos because that's where the living happens. When you can figure out how to dance in the chaos and whatever life throws at you and the storms and everything else. And if you can keep your cool and stay grounded and be dedicated to your practice and put one foot in front of the other. That's life, life. And you're going to walk through it how you will and probably a whole hell of a lot better than if you just sit down on the ground strategizing about how to do the next right thing. Yeah, I think that's really it on getting unstuck. And if I can, I can hear, I can hear like a little voice in the back of my head being like, okay, so what do I do, Matt? Like, I just don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Do the next, I think I'm like Anna in in Frozen 2, what's the next right thing? What's the next thing at your fingertips? Is there a book on your shelf? Is there, you know, can you go on an extra job interview? Can you make your bed? What is, what is action look like for you? I mean, every person has to define that on their own. What is taking massive action in your own life look like for you? If you were the main character in the movie that you're living, in the scene that you're playing out in your one beautiful life, what would it look like? And start there. Honestly, I, I think that's it. Just start. I think that we've talked about this a million times before. I've talked about it probably in a couple other episodes on the podcast, but I truly believe it. Just start, just do, just go, make it happen. Don't sit around and think about it. That's where you get, that's where you get in hot water. That's where you get in trouble is the thinking and the letting your brain come up with even more silly narratives as to why you can't do something and putting limitations and fake glass ceilings above your head that don't exist that you can smash through in a moment if you just so choose to say, I'm not buying into that bullshit narrative. I really do believe that. And I meant for this to be a mini episode, but here we are. So if you've hung out this far and you still have questions, you know where to find me at Madstads on Instagram. I appreciate y'all for listening and sending and sharing and doing all the things. I heard about a girl in Vegas this week that bumped into my friend and was like, I listen to the pot, like just really cool stuff. And my heart always is super warm and I get like the tinglys from it because it's really cool when you are inspiring people to action, which is always the goal. So get out there. And do you today, do it to the best of your ability. And may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else this week, fearless. 